Welcome to the Media Bubble Podcast. I'm Fredrik, he's Carol. Let's get Barbie. Life is plastic, it's fantastic. Tonight, or today, we're talking about Barbie. Yeah, the movie of the summer, I guess, because this weirdly has enough become the movie of the summer. Pretty much. It, it's, it's like, the Barbie movie has become a phenomenon, even before it released. Um, yeah, like, like the, if, if we're going through a little bit of a history before we're talking about the movie. So the movie is uh, the, directed by Greta Gowing, who comes from um, the directing Little Women, which was a su- success, uh, you can say, and... I guess he was contacted by Margot Robbie who had the rights to making a Barbie movie. Uh, and so they made a Barbie movie from their from Margot Rob- Robbie's company Lucky Chap Entertainment. And it's and it's been both from there. Yeah, that was kind of interesting news to hear for for me back in the day because it was like these two big names are going to make a Barbie film. I think that's why everyone started to be so interested because it is Margot Robbie and it is Greta Hertwig. Mm. And it's like we and, and we were teased before before the teaser even dropped. We already had the talks about the Barbie movie in the works. Uh, we had the rollerblades uh, like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in rollerblades at uh, like LA Beach. Um and we have uh, the... you mean those you mean those leaked photos yes yeah leaked um so what i've yeah, kind of kind of also creating press yeah um and also the same thing with their cowboy outfits one the ones they get, they got from after they left the jail yeah because they filmed some contents i guess, i guess in places with normal people yeah and uh, the truth is, the marketing department, they didn't leak those photos. They, they, they weren't behind that. But they were counting on passerbys taking photos of the actors and posting them online to create buzz. Yeah, of course they were. So it was like a kind of off-hand, like La- hand-off approach, but they were counting on buzz. Like, like if I'm being all, all honest, like this film is like a masterclass on how you, you do marketing. You first pull a stunt like that, and then you you go fully into the whole Barbie angle, and you you then release uh, these p- pictures, which was the first showing of uh, Margot Robbie's Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken. Yeah, and Margot Robbie just works perfectly as Barbie, as we see in the first teaser trailer, and it was kind of Planet of the Apes, kind of like... When you heard Barbie movie, it wasn't uh, like we already had Barbie movies. We already have twenty six of them, and they're all aimed for kids. They're all animated. They're all child friendly with some kind of like cottagecore lesbianism down there. Yeah, and with and with this director and actor, you know that there was going to be some kind of commentary on Barbie. Exactly, and in a degree, we got that. I, I, guess, I guess I hyped myself too much about the movie, but when this teaser dropped, this was the, like a, one thing I only like. This is, was the only thing I was thinking about for a whole week. When will the when, yeah, when will the movie that, drop? That was pretty much the whole internet. 
And then it was also revealed that it will be uh, like, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. But we also had Oppenheimer at the same time, which they would release simultaneously, creating the horror Barbieheimer meme. Yeah, and uh, with that first teaser trailer, or I'm not exactly sure if this was with the first trailer, uh, there was also released this kind of um, po- posters which showed uh, a variety of Barbies and Kents. And I guess this also... Cre- I also, I guess this also created a kind of a meme of people picking themselves into this picture and it's like, uh, oh, he, he's a plumber or something like that. I think, what was that? I think someone even made a Barbie thumbnail actor reveal template or creator. So even up to this day, I can make those, those for us as well. <laughs> Uh, but it was so fun because like yeah Margot Robbie is Barbie Izzy Rose is Barbie Kate Mc- McKinnon is Barbie and uh, yeah and everyone and ev- all, all the single all the guys are either Ken or Alan no there's just one yeah, Alan yeah there's just one Alan because everyone else was became NSYNC <laughs> yeah kind of that's something that gets revealed in the film um <laughs> uh, and it was just so, it's, I think, what drove us to seeing this movie. Because this could easily be some kids slop with just just bare minimum, right? Or it could be like a comedy or make it, like, make it super serious. But it's not. That, that's kind of what the first thing you expect when you, t- when you hear that they're making a Barbie movie. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's glamorous. It kind of respect, respects the brand. It it kind of respects the Barbie legacy because even before the movie dropped, we had more insight. Like, I cannot give enough credit for the marketing department for this movie because they released a variety... Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's, the, what's the show they have? Uh, take a look at what, like, where I live. Like, take a peek at Margot Robbie's house. But they made a, like, a walk around, like, around the whole set of the movie. Um, and like you could really see the detail in everything. I th- uh, like every- like how everything is plastic, how everything is life sized, how much thought they put into creating this livable quotes space for a living Barbie doll. Yeah, it's uh, creating a Barbie world, and uh, I guess they're going really into that pink angle to it too. Yeah, pink enough to the degree that because this movie was filmed during the pandemic, right? Um, but was it? I think I, I guess it might have been. It, I think it was, and I think for a little while, because they used so much of this one shade of pink, they actually caused a like a worldwide shortage of pink. Oh yeah, now that now that you talk about it, I think I remember something like that. Yeah, so that was a whole debacle, and when you hear the news of Barbie movie Barbie movie causing pink shortages you know that they're cooking some good stuff. I guess we can finally start to talk about the main movie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, there there, there, were, there were lots of more, like, things keeping the hype going, but I feel like we're 10 minutes into the episode and we still haven't touched upon what the movie is about. So, yeah, uh, the Barbie movie. Uh, we end up on a... Um, 
in it, it's a pink and plastic world and we end up in barbie land barbie land is where all the barbie dolls and all the barbies all the kens all the midges and alan live uh, they live in a utopia sort of where women are taking all of the all of the major roles like construction work workers presidents uh, writers scientists it's a matriarchy and and kens are just living in it yeah, so we kind of started the, the film by an explanation of uh, uh, children be, be, before in time played with uh, baby dolls. And then Barbie came in and made everything right. Uh, right and good. Because that showed little girls that they can, do they can more. be everything they ever imagined. They can be a policewoman or a president or write on a book or be a tech geek or be an air or like an like a like a airplane attendant or they can be even a plumber um, and because of that women were inspired to become these things and since then uh, Barbies made equality so much more easier and women are treated equally and have a fantastic life in the real world because of Barbies. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly how it goes. Or at least that, that's exactly what Barbie's known for. Or at least that's what the Barbies believe, uh, which is yeah. which is yeah. I can expect. I can think that's what that's what the the brand wants you to think at least. Um, and in Barbie Land, every single day is perfect. Uh, Barbie wakes up uh, without any messy hair or any like after good night's sleep. Uh, her, her her hair is always perfect. Her breakfast is always perfect. Uh, two slices of toast and a dollop of cream. The showers without any water are always perfect temperature. And her days are filled with conferences, beach outgoings, and girls' nights every single day. It truly is a perfect yeah, life. And dance parties and going to the pool. Yeah. Um... And uh, by going throughout each day, we see all of the different Barbies. We we learn a little bit about what they're going on about. Um, and we also meet Ken. Uh, he is kind of the, the second protagonist slash antagonist in yeah. the movie. He's the beach Ken. Yeah, he is the beach Ken. He's not a lifeguard. He's not a jet ski Ken. He, he, he's just, he, his, his job is beach. Uh, might as well also mention that the Barbie we are following is kind of supposed to be the typical mainstream Barbie. Yeah, she's like everything I Barbie. Think they kind of say. Yeah. She's not good at anything. She's good at being Barbie. <laughs> kind of. And this Barbie, even though she has a perfect life, is depressed. <laughs> is starting to feel some negative thoughts, like maybe wanting to die, or what would it feel like? Um, maybe she doesn't want to dance. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about that? Record scratch. <laughs> so yeah, after another perfect day, uh, the Barbie begins to share with every, like, during a party, she she kind of lets go that she's starting to think, think about dying. Record scratch. The other Barbies are not feeling feeling it. Dying to test out these dance moves, baby. <laughs> yeah. And the party resumes. Yeah, and then I guess uh, Ken is trying to ask, so, do, 
Do you want to spend the night together? No, sorry, Ken. It's girls' night. But it's girls' night every night. Yeah, isn't it perfect? I, like, it's so, so obvious that she isn't interested in Ken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are boyfriend and girlfriend, but it's 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 the narrative that, like, the Mattel... Like, that Mattel put on them, mm. right? It's like, word of God, their girlfriend and boyfriend, but she's not really into him. No, not 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 really, which we learn throughout the film. Like, Barbie doesn't really think of Ken as... As a guy. Re- really anything that great, to be honest. I mean, the guy whole deal is beach. <laughs> mm. Like, at one point where... Uh, Ken sneaks into Barbie's car. He say, he says to her, Well, I have to impress Ken. Well, Ken is not cool. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, it kind of illustrates how, I mean, yeah, everything is around Barbies, but Ken's are left behind. It's this upside-down world where in our world, this could easily, like, sure, it's, it's, it's in this feminine angle where Barbie can do whatever she wants, but Ken is kind of, like, left in the dust. You could see this also, like, imagine this in, in our world, where it's... It's supposed to be the reverse. Exactly. It's supposed to be that the, the, it's supposed to show that the, everything... It's different, but the premise is men, the same. Men done, but, yeah. Um, yeah, and so the movie continues with uh, after Barbie has... Uh, thoughts about that she wakes up and something is different her hair isn't perfect uh, she doesn't have the perfect breakfast and she falls down her house uh, and she also discovers that her feet aren't uh, what's the word in English there are she 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 isn't going on her tippy toes like you know the Barbie dolls they always have like perfect foot shape for uh, for heels yeah, that's not the case mm. anymore. Yeah, she she is flat-footed now. Yeah, this Barbie is going through it, and this is only the beginning of her woes. Uh, her morning... Yeah, like, as, she, as you said, she falls off her house, and she... As she shares this information with her friends, they guide her to weird Barbie. Um, uh, which they say it to her, to her face. Very kindly. Yeah, um, <laughs> I say it behind her face and at her face, <laughs> which kind of, which also kind of reflects like if you're like, in this world, everything, everyone is beautiful and perfect, but if you're weird, if you're Midge, if you're Alan, then you're not really fitting in, right? Did, am I not the only one that got that vibe? Like it's still very conform, conform, right? Got that vibe. They they perfectly spell that vibe out all the time, Carol. Yeah, true. Like, like the only thing that is worth being in Barbie Land is Barbie. Um. So the weird Barbie, as the name suggests, she is a used up, like really messed up doll. On the outside, in the inside, she helps Barbies figure out what what's the problem is. She tells her, "You girl need to go. You need to go to the real world and try to figure out." What is going on with the girl that that is playing with you? Since what's happening with her is reflecting back on you. And the silly light on your legs? Yeah, that's going to continue if you're not going to get to the bottom of this. 
Um, so Barbie has to travel to the real world. And to her annoyance, Ken is coming with her. Yeah. Even though he says that he did he didn't like <laughs> She says she needs to go alone. And Ken's like, yeah, but I told Barbie, like, I can't follow with. It's like I have so many things to do. Dude, your your job mm. is beach. You can spare spare a moment. Don't don't try to play the cool. And so Ken and Barbie are traveling to the real world. Yeah. Uh, and they apparently go to, uh, what was it, Los Angeles, yeah. so, California. So they take all of the extra accessories like the camper, the, the boat, the space shuttle, and the the tandem bike back to our world. So, Ken and Barbie travel to the real world, and it turns out, saving women and empowering them... And solving all the world's problems wasn't really what's happened. It's people are people are caught catcalling Barbie. They're looking at her ass. They're smacking her ass. They're making inappropriate comments. They're actually looking at Ken. And Ken just gets respect by being a guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he isn't. Uh, he isn't disrespected. Yeah, like. It's it, which he feels is very very nice for a change. Yeah, because it's like it's a man's world. Like, just him being with Barbie kind of makes him like, whoa, look at him pulling this bad babe. Like, yeah, and and he he kind of he kind of tries to understand how this works because he's kind of at some points also goes around into to this world uh, like. Uh, uh, he he is in a doctor's appointment and he's like, uh, uh, hey, can I do surgery? Do you have uh, an education for that? No. No, but I'm a man. <laughs> I mean, even if this movie is... This is this was my, like, as I said, I was kind of a little bit maybe overhyped for this movie. I hyped myself too much because I thought mm. that with the reference to, like... Matrix with the with the stiletto and Birkin shoe and with weird Barbie and with this kind of like matriarchy patriarchy theme it'd be a little bit more like it'd be a little like there would be a little bit more teeth on it like a little bit more biting critique but yeah it's it's Mattel they wouldn't they wouldn't allow this to be like an actual like critique of patriarchy just like a smidge but even then like just like even then I, i'm trying to make a point even then greta herdwig made it kind of like it's not subtle but she made point to like yeah what when when the guys like that the guys kind of like are terrible to women a lot of the times and even like when when barbie was catcalled by the by the construction crew it felt bad <laughs> It like it, it didn't feel like a joke. And I like that it that that, that, that they played it straight. Yeah, it's kinda of, it's kind of also su- supposed to show, show um I guess the differences of how Bar- Barbie is trying to look at the w- world and how it actually is. Yeah, she she, she the poor girl is getting culture shock all over the place. Yeah, like uh, wh- when she meets the girl that she thinks uh, she's there to save, she's kind of just slamming down Barbie on all the negative po- points of how, how 
how she isn't good for uh, for um, being a good female representative. Yeah, exactly, because it's like one beauty standard which all women are now supposed to strive after. And Barbie fully believing like the, the, the sales pitch of Mattel, like, no, we were supposed to empower women and make it all right. Like, not really. We know, like, there, this might be the idea, but the main point is to make money. Right? We all know it. Yeah, like when Barbie finally meets the, the boss or the CEO of the company, she, she kind of is asking, oh, uh, where is uh, the woman in charge? Well, I'm in charge. Well, well, you're a man. And everyone around is a man. Don't you have any women working for no, because the products that is making This company is created with women and by women. I am a son. And all these men are either sons of a woman or nieces or husbands and, or, or grandchildren. And this company had a female CEO in the 80s and then maybe another female CEO thereafter. So no, we're not disrespecting women. This is by women for women. And it's like, you're all guys. <laughs> what did you feel about the CIO? Because he isn't exactly portrayed as being ultra... Uh, he isn't portrayed to be the biggest villain of the film, but... Uh, what did you feel about him? I mean, as I said, this is a Mattel movie, so there's no way they could portray yeah. the company as actually like purely evil. They're incompetent mm. and goofy, and in a way, like if you think about it, they wanted to put Barbie in a box because they had a previous stint with Skipper terrorizing actual people, right? It's not like, like, sure, the Barbie land is a secret, but it's not, it isn't explained like, oh, they're exploding the Barbies. No, it's just like, it's a place, but people will be weirded out if they knew that Barbie land was a real place. Mm. I also find it a bit funny that they chose Will Ferrell for this role, because it kind of reminded me of his work in the Lego movie, where he was kind of also the kind of villain of of that film, which was also kind of a, a meta story about a toy line. Yeah, wasn't it you who told me that it was similar tone-wise to Lego Movie? Before I watched the film, I kind of said that uh, I feel like that there's a big connection with... Because before you watch the film, oh, Will Ferrell is the CIO of uh, this company. Him might be the villain. So that kind of just leads my, my thought of, is this kind of like the Lego movie where uh, this this toy line is going to break down onto what the toy truly is and represent and Will Ferrell is going to once again be the villain of that? <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of Lego movie, Barbie is the Lego movie for girls and Lego movie is the Barbie for boys. <laughs> Well, it can be for everybody, Carol. Yeah, if you're a boy or a did, girl. Did you, did, you, did you ever at some points play with Barbie? Yes. Oh, okay. I had multiple Barbies. <laughs> oh, good for you then. <laughs> Frederick, I am gay as hell. I, of course I played with Barbies. 
Well, that's okay, Carol. <laughs> of course it's okay. What are you trying to imply? That 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 you're profiting a a, a wrong <laughs> image for the female body, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I mean, in a way, if I played with Barbies, didn't I support a big corporation like Mattel? <laughs> That's an yeah, evil act I'm, of I'm, itself. I'm, I'm kidding a little bit here. You, you can play with whatever you want. No, I'm, I'm not. I know that you're kidding. Like, uh, like I. That's why I liked. Uh, that's why I was so hyped about this movie because yeah, I had a Barbie. I cut her hair. I painted her like a lot. I had a lot of different outfits Actually, for her. If I'm being honest, that was the one po point where I was kind of disappointed about this film because I thought at some point it was going to be like. Yeah, it's okay to be also a boy and play with Barbie, but it never at some points made that point. It didn't. It In a way, it was a very, like, women-centric movie, so I guess it wasn't really trying to make that point. It was, it felt like a movie by women for women. God, but if I had, if I had Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House, I would, like, and I was a kid, I would be ecstatic. Are they going to sell that thing? Like, I'm really wondering, is Mattel planning to sell that Mojo Dojo house? God, I hope. I don't play with Barbies, but even I would buy it. Um, but the thing is, like, they did a series of dolls for the movie. Like, they released some of the some of the dolls. Um, they released Ken with the puffy coat. I think they released him in the cowboy outfit. And then a lot of Barbies. Let me see. I can maybe actually find a picture of it. Yeah, they released um, inline skating Barbie and Ken. There is pink power jumpsuit Barbie, Western doll Ken, and then a lot of Barbie dolls. And one is with the disco gold jumpsuit. And there's also President, President Barbie. Hmm. Yeah, let's talk about... I mean, I know we're going in a time. We, we stopped talking about, like, Merle Farrell. Um... Because I also wanted to touch upon the inclusivity of this movie. Um, but we haven't gone through the entire movie yet. No. Um, well, how the story continues is that... Uh, yeah, wh while they are really trying to get Barbie back... Um, uh, they aren't really that concerned with Ken. So Ken kind of just goes and do whatever he wants. Uh, in the meantime, Barbie finally finds the girl who uh, she is searching for and it turns out it isn't a little girl it's a grown-up woman that uh, I guess is getting a little bit tired of adult life and and try to remember her old toy as kind of a happy place in life and kind of trying to I don't know make her a bit for the modern women yeah, I, I I guess so. How would you describe it? Sorry, I was looking for a Barbie on the line. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, <laughs> we also get a scene where Barbie is in is uh, chased by the company, and she goes into a room where she meets an old lady, and it was the ghost of of the of the creator of the Barbie doll. Yeah, but that that isn't revealed yet, Carol. Uh, that rev is revealed later on. 
I mean, she's dead, right? Like, this woman would, would like, we know she's dead, and yeah, this but, movie is taking yeah, place, it, like... It isn't, revealed, it isn't revealed yet in the movie who she is. All right. So, um, Barbie decides to take this woman and her daughter to Barbieland to show how perfect Barbieland is for women, I guess. So she so she travels with them to Barbieland only to uh, face the fact that Barbieland has been taken over by Kims and is now kind of more into horses a, ma- a stereotypical man land. Yeah. So as it described in the movie, since Barbie was originally a matriarchy, they were like. It's kind of like when Columbus brought the diseases from Spain to the native people of America. The Barbies were not prepared for the for the male shenanigans that Ken pulled, and it just turned into like this absolute manosphere. Uh, women like being waitresses, put into maid outfits, just being accessories to these Kens. It's a Kens mm. world, and Barbie is just living in it. Um, yeah, it's the other way around now. And while it's bad, because, yeah, it's, I mean, Barbie Land was great for women, not so great for Ken's. And while it's flipped, it's not, it's, it's equally, if not worse. And it's kind of perpetrated by Ken not feeling like he's enough for Barbie. So we have the Rico scene from Girls' Night, where he says it's Boys' Night. It's it's a rager at his house, and he just kicks Barbie out of her own home. Yeah, I guess in one scene, it all uh, the teenage girl asks Barbie, "Where do all the cans live?" And Barbie kind of just, "I have no idea." Yeah, like cans are a second class citizen. <laughs> as as horrible as it is to think about it, yeah. Barbie, Barbie gets uh, the, the depressed that she has lost her perfect world. And she gives up. She she literally gives up. She sits and like, yeah, I'm not going to, like, I'm done. I guess when some other Barbies wake up from this mess, maybe they'll do something about it. And she just asks the, the real women to leave the Barbie land. So the mother and teenage daughter are... They are a bit disappointed in Barbie and they are traveling back. Uh, and in the meanwhile, they uh, meet Alan, who is just Alan. Yeah, he's the only, he, he's he's the one immune to brainwashing and didn't like, and also can hear the narrator for some reason. He doesn't like the world, the, this Ken world. He was happier with the Barbie world. So he is trying to escape with them, but uh, the mother and daughter has a change of heart and uh, goes to Weird Barbie's house to find a lot of different Barbies that uh, didn't work out. Yeah, it's the. I think it was like, first of all, Weird Barbie just went full rebel. <laughs> Since I, I think there was a great analogy on one of the Tumblr posts I've read where it was like, yeah, what happens, What how are women viewed in a man's world where weird women don't fit in and are causing trouble? 
they're like they're shown as rebels and as troublemakers. So that's kind of what the weird Barbie became. She became like a rebellion leader to Ken's, um, and and all of the all of the gang that weird Barbie ha weird Barbie has is those dolls that don't really fit the mold. Like uh, it's like fluffy, like sugar daddy Ken. Magic Ring Ken, which I didn't expect yeah, to there was, there was Sugar Daddy Ken was that there was a Ken and he had a puppy named Sugar. <laughs> a apparently, these are real, real dolls that were made also. Like, the, there, was one, there was one where if you took her arm da down, her boobs would get bigger. Yeah, growing up Skipper and also an LCD screen Barbie. Uh, I think I was afraid because I, like, I really wonder why the, these weren't were the, why these weren't popular. I mean, Ma Magic Ring Ken is like one of the hardest dolls you can get because it's discontinued and because like it was supposed to be like a surfer yeah, discontinued ride. Discontinued. What I, I think discontinued. What was more the word I was searching for there? It was discontinued, but yeah, but I mean, this is the case of Magic Ken. Because it's like, when you look at the doll, he's clearly very gay. <laughs> it was one of the gayest Ken, Ken's Mattel has ever created. And there was backlash about it, so they, started continue, so they stopped producing him. But like, hey, there's a lot of gay people and we want dolls of ourselves. So it's like one of the highest sought-after sort of, sort of dolls. Okay, so um, I, I guess what happens now is that the mother has uh, some speech about how... Uh, tough the world can be and how it is kind of to be a woman in that world and I guess that kind of snaps one of the Barbies out that has been brainwashed by the Kens. How did the Ken Kens even brainwash the Barbies? It's because if you remember as Ken was really stoked about the outside world he literally borrowed like books about patriarchy from the library and he just kind of mm. went and then he kind of just like freestyled off of that um because it's like but how did he yeah but how did he actually manage to make the barbies listen uh, to him yeah i mean as one of the barbies described it like yeah like i don't have to make any choices just ken can do all the choices for me it's like the spa for my brain forever like they that's that still isn't an answer to my question but uh, anyway i mean I mean, for the Barbies, it kind of felt like an obvious choice. Oh, I don't have to do anything. Like, just, like, a man decided everything for me. Because they didn't... Yeah, but how did he actually brainwash them, Carol? With facts and logic. <laughs> you know, the Ben Shapiro way. So the Barbies come, comes up with a plan to remove the Kens from power and reinstate the bar Barbies to the power. Yes, yeah. because Kens have decided to change the constitution of Barbie Land to only uh, to only allow Kens to vote. Yikes! <laughs> and so they make up this plan of tricking the Kens uh, into fighting each other, which uh, works perfectly. Weirdly enough, like there isn't one hiccup in that plan; like it goes perfectly. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be how women, if working together, they can, like, and knowing about the struggles, like, being informed about life, not life, but, like, knowing about how patriarchy will control them, like, 
just like the mother said like you cannot be too hard like you can you can you, you cannot be silent because you're in your obedience but you cannot give too much criticism you cannot be mean because people will think you're like demeaning but you cannot like whatever you do the blame will be put on you and that's exhausting and because now the barbies are aware of this they can fight it it's women helping women to overthrow the government but yes mm, uh, so uh, as i said the plans goes without a hiccup with it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing to do for a move i feel like like the plan actually goes ex- stage for stage perfect uh, and uh, they can or uh, tri- or tricked uh, by their indirectal barbie girlfriend into fighting each other and uh, i guess ryan gosling gets a song yeah just can that he's kenaf mm. I mean, it's still sweet, because this movie kind of empowers Ken in a both positive and negative way. <laughs> and which, is, which is great, versatility, because it's like, yeah, just like sometimes women are thought just like an accessory to men, Ken here is was literally created to be an accessory to Barbie. He is kind of... He, he has these weird f- feelings because he... It's like created to be there for Barbie all the, the time. And in in one of the lyrics he even say, says, I have these thoughts in my head, head and they driving me insane. Yeah, because he created his whole life around a woman that doesn't even see him as a actual partner. No, which is kind of sad for him. And the thought, and, and the thing is, like even with the patriarchy, a lot of weight is put on men to to ascertain their value by how by, by how women view them, right? Like if you're not attractive or you don't pull any game, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm using these words, but like if 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 you don't like if women don't find you attractive or are we with you or like vie for your attention, then other men automatically assume that you're less worth than them. And it's also how patriarchy perpetuates this awful behavior while you base yourself, like, your own view from others' perception of you. Uh, So, while the Kens are fighting it out, the Barbie uh, reinstates the uh, Barbie president and uh, everything is as it was. It's Barbie for perfect. I mean, and, the Kens uh, did get get one of the like one of one of their own in on the Senate. Or or did they? They did. They didn't actually even get get that. To be honest. No, they didn't get a. They didn't get like a Supreme Justice, but they did get one like judge or like a, in like in the, like in in the, there's one. They 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 got one person. No, I don't even think they got that. It was like. So someone that could potentially become, yeah. Jesus, that's even worse. So um, a- a- after that, Ken has a bre- breakdown of who Ken really is, uh, because uh, as we said, he was kind of created to be Barbie's per- boyfriend, but Barbie doesn't really want him as a boyfriend. 
what 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 was Ken's solution that he should be happy with himself? Yeah, that... I think the finale was about him creating a life for himself aside from Barbie, because Bar- Barbie didn't want to be with him and she wanted to be like a real human. She she didn't mm. find Barbie Land appealing anymore. She wanted to be where like she doesn't want to be an idea. She wanted to be a person to that made ideas, right? Yeah, I I guess like, like the ending if I'm being honest is uh, a bit confusing. It is because it's like okay, so I didn't, everybody I didn't comes... really li- I didn't re- entirely enjoy the ending if I'm being honest. I liked I liked it in a way. So the main Barbie person decides that uh, uh, she doesn't really want to be a Barbie anymore after the, this experience and she wants to go to the real world and have other experience and evolve as a human being, not just stay in the same place all the time. And that is kind of introduced with the concept of uh, that uh, ghost lady that we saw before that created Barbie, I think. And uh, so Barbie uh, joins that family that she has uh, been uh, together with and joins them into the real world while the other Barbies... um, uh, and Ken's are still behind and uh, yeah. Yeah. Ken is finding themselves. Barbie is a matriarchy again. Mattel stopped being relevant after they lost Barbie in Los Angeles. Um No, wait, no, because like Mattel kinda decided that uh like they would make dolls of like everyday Barbie and they would make bank, so that's alright. Um and Barbie becomes a real woman with the word of God, and she is on her way to a gynecologist because she has all the, her parts now. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the whole thing with Mattel CEO, I guess, I guess the only thing that happened there was that they, was that the woman that was a secretary before uh, is able to ma- to design a Barbie how she wanted to make it, and that was, what was it, normal Barbie? Uh, no, it was like negative thoughts Barbie or crippling anxiety Barbie. That's what she called her. Uh, but the movie ends and I kind of wanted to talk about the outfits. I, I'm, I, I know it's a little bit out of a left field, but like, can we talk about just the production of it all? How it looked so cool, how I could see every single piece of these outfits on a Barbie doll and I would want to wear this. Yeah, I can say that they nailed the Barbie look in this film. Yeah, it's kind of like boho pink ranch for Ken, but other than that, like it just bright neon colors to kind of 2000s feel with a new flair. Yeah, and they even made in this Barbie land like things that you could buy before, like uh, other different Barbie houses. Yeah, God, it was an, an amazing move, like, because it was Barbie land, it was, it was make-believe land, it was this weird mishup of, like, mystical idea land, but also, like, an actual place. And then, 
I, I guess we can also talk a little bit about the sound, s- soundtrack because one thing that I did not ex- one thing thing that I might not have expected from the movie is that I knew that there was a soundtrack and knew that there was a lot of celebrities. I did not know that they would be that every song from the soundtrack would be played at some points during the movie's run. Really? I mean, if it's a soundtrack, I'd expect every single song to be present at some time. Well, that's not always the case in in movie soundtracks, I feel like. Uh, so sometimes I feel like there can be uh, m- movies or songs created just for the credits and you just hear them there and things like that. Or a music video or whatever. Speaking about music videos, Dua Lipa's uh, Dance the Night Away. Oh my god, what a hit. This this immaculate song just propelled this movie, like, promotion of this movie into the stratosphere. Mm. It's, Dua Lipa has this amazing talent to making disco songs with, like, amazing twists. And the entire music video for that song is also, like, a whole, like, it was inspired, it was the filming of the uh, dance scene at the, like, first act of the movie. Yeah, I, I heard that she even rewrote this song because when she saw uh, the disco scene from the Barbie movie. She did? Yeah, she. I, I, I read something that she, re, she rewrote the song a bit uh, when she saw the disco scene uh, energy from the Barbie movie. I mean, if she did that, then she did a great decision because... Yeah, I've been I've been having this song stuck in my head since the first like when when she released it until now. I'm even hearing it in my mind right now. <laughs> okay, I can't really say that I have the same experience. Dua Lipa even was a Barbie in this film. She was mermaid Barbie. Yeah, I mean we even had John Cena as a Barbie. Yeah, he was merman. Merman and Barbie, Barbie, and he no, was having no a, and he was having a brewski. <laughs> and but continuing about the music, so before this music released, the big question was: Will Mattel allow Aqua to have Barbie on their soundtrack? Right, because it's like the, the this is the the Barbie song. Come on, Barbie, let's go party, right? Yeah, but Mattel kind of hates uh, hates that song because it's really sexualized. And the Aqua, they didn't have permission from Mattel when they released the song. So everyone asking, will it be on the tracklist? And Aqua said, no, we won't be doing that. We weren't asked to. We will not be releasing a song for the soundtrack. Bam, collaboration with Nicki Minaj, Barbie Girl. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like, uh, at the same time, it's kind, kind of having it in, but kind of... Still not really having the bad parts in it, or or that or the things that Mattel doesn't like in it. Yeah, but it's I mean for me that's enough that they recognized, and in a way it's in. It's a Barbie movie, so we have Barbie. It's not the same song, of course, but it's still in the in in the movie. Okay, to the ending point. How did uh, we feel about the film? I liked it. 
but I feel like because I got overhyped, I felt like there would be more scathing commentary about like the world, which I know mm. was dumb enough of me to think about. It's a Barbie movie. It's it's it's. It mean, I was surprised that it was still like you know patriarchy talking about women's struggles, how Ken like talking about how Ken was mistreated and how they flipped like it was it was interesting. There were also some fresh, some fresh ideas. But I guess from the promotional material, I, I thought like, oh, this is going to be like commentary, commentary. But it wasn't, which is on me. Liked it. Liked it. Go- it was good enough. So I'm kind of like, I kind of like the comedy uh, of, the, of the film. And so some, pop, some jokes they, they made uh, with the character and this world and all the things like that. But at the, at the same time, I'm kind of like... Well, you brought up a lot of points in, in this movie on on this brand and how it sometimes can be looked at as, as a bad way for, for women and how they should look at themselves. But throughout this movie, you, you have criticized it. You haven't really brought any solution to any of these points and questions you make, you have yeah. brought up. Like, like one of the t- things that is in the beginning of the film is just what a hierarchy Barbies ha- have over Ken in this world, and and maybe in the ending film you you would expect that oh we Barbies will show that we're better than the real world and we will we we will acknowledge Ken's in some little bit of way, but it's kind of like in the end of the film it's like. No, we're going back to normal. You're just a Ken and we're still in a Barbie world. I mean, I think that was a little bit the point. Since Barbie world is a reflection of our world, but upside down. So, the play, like, women don't really have it great right now, at least in the US. But Yeah, but isn't a movie supposed to uh, say that, no, we're better. This brand doesn't stand for that a- anymore. But wouldn't it feel fake? Wouldn't it feel fake if it's Mattel? Like, this is Mattel. This is a big corporation for toys. Yeah, that's why I don't think that they went through with it. I guess it would be an interesting angle. Because if they went through with it, then Mattel probably would have have to be like, oh, we don't really want that. That might ruin our marketing a bit. But the problem is... I mean, I agree. It be I. I would like to see it. It's just that Barbie has already had this. I mean, when this movie released, a lot of people call it like really like left leaning and woke, and personally, I think it is left leaning. But woke already lost enough of its meaning where it doesn't mean anything. It's just like oh, this is anti men and this is awful. And if I feel like, if. They started like addressing say, like I what we can I do. I wouldn't say that this is. I wouldn't say that this is empty men. I don't. I won't say that either. But it's like that's the sentiments online. Um, I feel like if they went the route of, oh, we have these issues. This is how we fix them. It would kind of seem like Mattel and like Barbie mm. and by extension Mattel is making like a s- social comment, like actual social commentary, and. That would hurt their sales. Yeah, like yeah, I'm but, calling but them they, their cowards. One, one actual t- thing that I was taught, taught that the 
this movie would be bring up is like the whole thing of Barbie's image and how this is kind of not seen as the best t- 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 thing in the, in the world and they do comment that in the film like the teenager brings a whole uh, a whole speech to Barbie about it but that's it there's uh, just like that, that t- thing it isn't really fixing anything it's like just like saying yeah that's there yeah the, this is our brand <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and that's uh, that's something that people comments about our brand are we going to do anything about it no pretty much yeah I mean but it's either that, that or like using a Barbie movie to whitewash what it really is trying to tell like no we're not messing with young women's image like how they view themselves I, I, I can also acknowledge that it brings a lot of good good points in like the like women should have more power in the in this world we should be more equal and we and so sometimes we I, I guess we're trying to trick ourselves into saying well this world is more equal now but we're, we're not halfway done even we should we should co- come for further. We should be there should be more more women in power of Mattel's head corporation. I mean, I feel like in that case, like because it feels to me like you want to say that this this movie should have a stronger message about how it looks like now for women, which kind of coincides with what I said. It, I, it's like it should be a little bit more biting commentary. So in a way, we kind of want, both want the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, in 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 many ways, I, w- I wanted this. Uh, this film just feels like it snippets upon things, and it doesn't dwell into into anything. Yeah, uh, like like to like to me, it's just like bringing these po- points up without really going into delivering them, into them. any any commentary on them. Yeah, but also at the end of the day, like I know what you mean, but it's also the Barbie movie. It yeah, sucks. but I could comment. Uh, did, I, I could comment these things on any movie. I don't care if it's a Barbie movie. No, but it's like it's. I, if I, something I think... doesn't work, it doesn't work. Uh, also, I know we're almost at a like we're running. This episode is a little bit long already, but I did find an interesting article for Variety that I wanted to come that I want you to comment on. Okay. So because Barbie, like it get like, uh, let me see, uh, like. Barbie is really successful. It it grossed thirty like three hundred eighty million worldwide in its fir- first five days in theaters. It's a big mm, movie. It has made over a billion dollars. Yeah. So Mattel sees this and they see that this is a success. They can turn it into like an IP, which I mean it already is, but it's a very broad brand. So they so even though the director uh, Greta Hertwig hasn't really mentioned any sequels in the works, she said that she's spent. She's not gonna make any more. At least for now, Mattel has already given a statement to Variety that they are working on more IPs, and there's twelve. I think there's twelve of them already in the works. Twelve. Yeah, we have Barney. <laughs> it's gonna be a surrealistic movie. Uh, that's all we have, and it, it's it's gonna be Daniel Kaluuya, and there's gonna be like some. Seth McLaurin uh, into that. 
there'll be a Polly Pocket movie. Uh, it'll be a Emily in Paris uh, kind of deal with microdoll comedy uh, written by Lena Dunham, who wrote Girls. There will be a Hot Wheels movie made by J.J. Abrams. Okay, I, I, I actually have heard something about the Hot Wheels movie. Yeah, it's in it, but at least it's already in the works. It's gonna be like grounded and gritty retelling with real characters you can relate to. There will be a magic eight ball thriller. There will be a Masters of the Universe He Man movies. Also, Carol, you Carol, you know that there has been a lot of movies about the toy toys toy lines in the past. Like this isn't new in any way. I know that it's not new in any way, but I just wanted you to comment on how do you feel with Barbie's success, Mattel really going in with their IPs and making all of them movies? How well how I feel? I don't know. I don't know. I feel feel like with this movie in particular had a great director and a great... uh, and, and and great people behind it that could may, that could maybe sway Mattel's opinion a little bit and may, may make them say say that yeah we we want to have this in the movies and they kind of said uh, well we want you to star in the movie so I guess we can we have to agree with some of these things I'm not sure with, with those other projects yeah I mean it's I think, I hope Mattel realizes it's not because it's only Barbie. It's also because it was great actors and great director. So they have people intrigued in more movies. I just hope it doesn't become slop. I think it will become slop. Like 12 projects, really. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, I guess that was our opinions on the Barbie movie. Yeah. O- overall... Overall, I guess a fine, a fine movie, I would say. Like, uh, I would have wanted it to go a bit deeper, but uh, it's an all all right film with an an all right message at the end, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the message is like, let's acknowledge like women. Yeah, it had other things too. It had other things too, too. Yeah. La, la, like the, I, I guess one of the main points in the film is like evolving as human beings and that Barbie is just staying at the same place and doing the same thing every day and by the end of the film she actually wants to ev- evolve and maybe age and experience new things. I don't, I don't know I don't know what else to add really so I think this is a great time for us to end the episode what do you think so thank you so much for watching this episode of the media bubble po- podcast uh, don't fo- forget to hit that subscribe button of patient thanks to Yasor for our uh, for the song com- comedy that is played in our intro and outro and have a wonderful day <laughs>